Well, well, well. So you're thinking about having a little fling. Something caught your attention regarding this podcast. (laughs) Well, to start off, I have never had an affair as of yet. Now, that is not to say that I wouldn't. But so far in my life, I have not. I have always told my husband, never say never. So I will never say never will I not have an affair. I don't know. You never know. I I don't know. I don't think I would. If I haven't at this age, I don't think I will. Why would I? I've done all the fun I've wanted. But... I've always thought of how wicked that would be just to go off and have a secret rendezvous with someone and have my little fling thing and then go home and continue with my somewhat normal, everyday, boring routine of a life. Ta-da! That's it. I hit the nail on the head for some. That someone normal, everyday, boring, routine life, for many of us, we need more than that. So far, I don't need anything more than that, thank God. But I've thought about, wow, what would it, what would it be like? Because I've had many friends, acquaintances, have that little fling. And living vicariously through them, kind of, but kind of like, why are you doing that? You're married to this wonderful person. But that's between them. And it's it's understandable why some people do. Some people have these horrible relationships and then they meet that person that tells them everything they want to hear. I had um, someone from high school that I used to date, and we talked on the phone, and and, um, he said, I have compared every woman in my life to you. Um, I was 17 back then, and I'm not sure I'm that same person. (laughs) So let's hope he did not become one of those uh, men who like really young women. I don't know what happened to him, but um, you kind of know when to put a stop to something like that. (laughs) But anyway. Back to an affair. I have never had one. I hope to never have one. I don't think I would ever have one because, I first of all, I don't have time, and I I don't have time to primp and and look beautiful uh, because my husband absolutely loves me the way I am. Why do I know this? Because he tells me. He does tell me. And that's really nice that he does. Um, Yet I do understand where some some of these women and men are coming from when, when they are like... I'm not having, we don't have what we used to. You see, even though we have agreed for better or worse, some of us cannot just be happy with that. And I believe that we all find some sort of happiness. Yeah, yeah, yes, I'm I'm Catholic. Hello, I'm Catholic. So if any um, Catholics are listening to this podcast and contact the church, I'm sure the church will contact me and say, later. But if they do, you know what? I really believe that God would forgive me for anything horrible that I did. And I should not even be talking about infidelity, but I do understand it. I was the girl in high school who did have a boyfriend. Yes, that boyfriend. And um, and got caught going out on a date with another. I got caught up in the excitement of someone else thinking that I 
was attractive and friendly and fun. Hello, again, that was high school. Now, how many of you have ever noticed someone taking a glance at you and thinking either, I have something coming out of my nose, or he is checking me out. Now, we all do get a cheap thrill when we see someone looking at us, and you really do pray you don't have something coming out of your nose. Again, trust me on this, ladies and gentlemen, we all like to be checked out. Now, when you met your significant other, how did he or she make you feel? Attractive? Sexy? Do they still do that? Do they still make you feel sexy and attractive? Or do you just know that they love you so much that they don't have to do that anymore? And everyone wants a little attention just to say, hey, you look great. But I don't think my husband is going to tell me that, especially when um, he's used to seeing me in sweatpants or yoga pants and a big t-shirt. I don't think he's going to say, hey, you look hot today, honey. No, I don't think that's going to happen. So if you do that, um, maybe that's why your husband or your wife have not said, hey, well, it's, I don't know, I guess men wear yoga pants. Maybe that might be, might get my husband some. <laughs> he might look really hot in those. <laughs> now, I'm not saying everyone does this because I know they don't. Some people, you know, get dressed up for work they, and they look great. But sometimes we forget what we used to look like. And no, I'm not going to put makeup on to be at home every day. I mean, I am who I am and he accepts me for who I am, but I did make the special effort back in the day when we were dating and when we first got married. You get caught up, folks, in just being comfortable. Face it, we do. Well, that's where many marriages and relationships do go wrong. We still have those needs and wants of someone making us feel sexy and attractive. Oh, I'm not interested in sex anymore. No, I have heard that before. And if you're not, you still want someone to make you feel attractive. At least I think. And what you do, you want them to make you feel like a woman again. A man where everyone wants you, but you belong to me. I'm going to be very honest with you because that's who I am and that's what I do. I still look. If I see an attractive man, I'm like, hmm, he's cute. Mm. Oh, man, those jeans look great on him. And yet, I'll say it out loud with my husband there. Now, we need to remember we're not, we may be married or in a relationship, but we're not dead. So we can still look and say, hmm. He's pretty hot. I think I'd open my door in my lingerie if he came knocking. No, I wouldn't do that, but I always thought that was funny to say. Anyway, <laughs> when you're staring at someone, don't make it too obvious. Of course, that's what I tell my husband. Um, if you're looking, don't make it too obvious that you're staring. That's the rule of, you know, I can do it and look, but you can't rule. We all have it. You know we do. I am still trying to break myself of that habit. Well, anyway, here is a story, and the names have been changed to protect the innocent. The Affair Not to Remember. FYI, this is a true story, and it is not about me. 
I have been married for 35 years. I love my husband dearly, and he's a decent father, and he works a lot. And he's a very good provider. The kids were grown, and on their own, I had really been feeling lonely and not like myself. So I got on the internet and started chatting with who knows who. But it led me to believe that I wasn't alone in my humdrum life. Yes, I'm reading this, <laughs> just to let you know. I figured that I wasn't doing anything wrong other than chatting with my new friends. Well, one day, I started chatting on one-on-one -on -one with Fabio, the man was his name, on this, <laughs> this chat room. Okay, that's clue number one right there. Anyway, <laughs> was his name. Um, though I was, and he made me feel as though I was his universe. I couldn't believe the feelings I was having over the stranger. I described myself to him and he described himself to me and he sounded like a normal person like myself. His real name was Ronaldo. But Ronaldo was also married, and everything I said about my husband, he said about his wife, that she did everything the same way. Oh my gosh, I had met the second man of my dreams. My husband was always away on business, a lot. And I was hearing things that I hadn't heard in years. I was feeling happy all the time, and sex with my husband was stew. Unfortunately, I was thinking of Ronaldo each and every time. I didn't know how someone could make you feel young and attractive without even meeting you face to face. My husband never suspected a thing. All he knew was I was at home taking care of things while he worked his ass off. Molly knew also that we were having some great sex when my mind was on someone else the whole time. Well, Ronaldo and I had decided that we were falling in love. We started making plans of a secret rendezvous. Could I possibly go through with this and throw 35 years of my life away? Yes. I knew I could because Ronaldo made me feel the passion for life I had lost. Now, how would we do this? I lived in New Mexico and he lived in New York. Uh, we thought about going to another country, but that was really taking it too far. We would stay here in the U.S. and meet somewhere how would I do this? Well, I'd have to lie what I was already doing. I would tell him I was going away for the weekend with my friends, and I would get my friends involved. And I really didn't want to do that, but some of them were really excited for me, and I guess living vicariously through me. So I wasn't this, I was, I wasn't the semi-perfect wife anymore. I decided to follow through and so we made arrangements, and we met. Well, Ronaldo didn't look like his description or the photo he had sent. 
It bothered me a little at first, and then I heard his sweet, sweet voice. He told me everything I needed to hear. What had come over me? Who cared what I was feeling? I felt sexy all over again. Wow. After our first meeting, I couldn't wait for our second, third, and maybe even our forever. Who had I become? The guilt wasn't even there until one night when my husband came home from work and told me that he loved me so much and was wanting to retire so that we could spend more time together because he realized that he had worked too much, but it was only to give me the life that he thought I deserved. Goom. You like that goom? <laughs> now, it was our time. What had I done? I finally realized that I had to stop, but I didn't know how. So I told Ronaldo that we had to stop seeing each other, and he agreed with no problem. What? He was supposed to tell me that he couldn't live without me. Then Ronaldo told me that he'd met someone else in our chat room. Well, after I picked my heart up off the floor, I realized that I could either tell my husband or live with the guilt for the rest of my life because I didn't want to hurt him. So I have chosen to live with guilt. I hate what I have done. I hate myself for what I have done. And yet, I have to live with it forever. Would I do it again? No way. So it took me some time to get back on the right track. But, my, but I, I still live with this guilt and will until the day I die. Okay, that story to me is so crazy. Because you know it does happen. And it has happened. This actually did happen. We need to think with our heads and not our hearts. Especially when dealing with meeting someone on the chat room. You know, at a bar, for lunch. Because I really do believe the guilt will be so painful for the rest of your life for doing that. Of course, these are my opinions, folks. Now, I've seen many marriages get torn apart because of the heat of passion. Remember, it takes two. When was the last time you actually put effort into your relationship? Told your significant other, hey, you look so good today. Oh, I love you. So just remember, my friends, it's really hard to keep a relationship going. But remember this. Is it worth it? Yes, I believe so. Is it a lot of work? Yes. But you can do it. If you're feeling really like you're going, you're, you're falling apart between, I mean, your, your uh, relationship is not what it used to be. Seek counseling. Find marriage therapy. Find something where you two can connect again. Don't live with a guilt. I would hate that for you. Anyway, on a happy note, I hope you have a great day. I hope you, I gave some of you some things to think about. And um, as usual, 
please go find your blessings. This is Henry. Until next time. Bye.